Talk that talk, T. Yes. yes. All right, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to Talk That Talk. I am your host, Tamara Simone. And I got in the building with me my girl, Shay. Hey, Shay. Hey. And then two favorite people up in here. I got Bree. Hey, Tim. And Trisha. Hey. How are you guys today? I'm good. Good, good. I'm so excited to have you guys in here. Um, it's going to be a fun time. I feel like I haven't had any poets other than Bree on my show. So I'm really excited to talk to you about what you guys been doing and what's been going on. You guys released a video called Death to Colorism, which mm-hmm. we will touch on later on in the interview. But we want to get to know you just a little bit more. So Trisha, tell me, how did you get started into poetry? So I- I have been writing poetry, I would say, since elementary school. Oh, wow. I had an English teacher, and she introduced me to poetry. Just simple stuff. Um, and I just started writing. Um, I'm really addicted to pickles. So pickles, I started me too. I <laughs> so, love pickles. <laughs> I know, it's crazy, but I started writing poems on how much I like pickles. But she said, you know, I think you have something going on, so let's try to get you to write some other stuff. So I started writing in the newspaper and Oh, you wow. know, each week we have like a little weekly newspaper and I've just been addicted ever since. Wow, that's dope. And Brie? I would have to say around the same time. Uh, I was around six or seven. My mom is the one I have to give credit to. I would complain to her about my siblings. I'm the youngest of six of us. And, uh, there are six of y'all? Yeah. Oh, wow, man. Brie. And my mom got tired of me complaining. She was like, just write it in a letter. <laughs> and then eventually... I'm one so, of eight, so I understand. Right. Why eight? Oh my gosh. Four I'm girls, four boys. Three. <laughs> three boys, three girls. Yeah. So wow. one of them found the letter, ripped it up. I cried to her again. She was like, look, you just got to write a story. Just create a story. Get your thoughts out there. Just keep writing. Mm-hmm. And from then on out, I just, uh, I discovered poetry and it never looked back. That's so beautiful. How did you guys meet? Uh, I used to run an open mic that's a little bit on a, a pause for now. It was every uh-huh. Sunday called Spoken Word Sunday. And oh, yeah. Brie came one time and performed and I was like, oh yeah, she's dope. I need her to come back and feature. And then she featured, she brought her family and I was like, okay, she a family person too. So, and then we just been rocking. Mm-hmm. Some some days when I got pregnant, I was like, Brie, can you run a door? Like, I needed help because <laughs> yeah. I was so sick. Yeah. But she's just always been cool, and then she just became part of the family. So That's... Shout out to Spoken Word Sundays. Man. Yeah, it's tell me more platform. about Spoken Word Sundays. Are you going to bring it back? or I'm working on a different venue, um, okay. and it definitely won't be every Sunday like it was before. I'm thinking that we're just going to do, like, pop-ups once a month just because mm-hmm. my baby's still little. And yeah. although I think she'll be okay at a poetry show, I think it'll be a lot to try to juggle her each Sunday. So yeah. hope to bring it back within the next couple of months. And so with that, you just bring in different poets? Do they reach out to you? or So for features, they reach out. Or I'll reach out to them for they'll they'll feature and they'll have a, like a ten minute segment on oh, wow. and then everyone else is just open mic once they get there and if the list is full then unfortunately they'll just have to come back. Wait, the next so week. they get there and they you just sign up for the yeah. list. You don't have to like pre. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. You just sign up and you just do your thing. It's all love. And it's not limited yeah. to poets, though. Uh, Trisha's being modest. She definitely allows uh, comedians, uh, yeah. artists, musicians. <laughs> Thank you, Bray. All types of acts to come up, you know. Yeah, any like, type of art. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've had people go up and just talk about a story that just something that just mm-hmm. happened to them. And it was wow. like, cool, we embraced it, you know. Um, so. It's all love. Oh, that's beautiful. Do you guys clap or do the snaps? Both. Um, <laughs> my mom is real loud. So she'd be like, come on, y'all. And she'd yeah, be snapping and clapping. <laughs> Way from the way back in the kitchen. That's when I'm yeah. not even inside. But um, so anything, clapping, snapping, stumping feet, yelling. Sometimes.
sometimes people saying amen. I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> go for it. Right. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Are usually these events free or? No, it's okay. not. So it's three for students and mm-hmm. five like regular admission. Unless you're a feature, then it's free and then free mm-hmm. up to a couple of guests and you get food if you feature as well. Oh shoot. Um, okay. But we're trying to work on getting a grant through the nonprofit so we can offer it for free. Okay. Um, because some people they would come if they didn't have all the money and whatever they had. If you had a nickel, a dollar, whatever, mm-hmm. we took that and that, that was your admission. I just told them to pay it forward. Okay. Because uh, we didn't want to miss out on someone who potentially had you know something to bring to yeah. the stage. Yeah. Because they couldn't afford it. And then if they couldn't afford it, we made sure that they got a plate as well because it's like, well, how you right. gonna eat as well? Wow, that's um, sweet. And you you just told me you are a new mommy. Yes, my baby's eight months. Yeah. Cairo. Cairo. Yes. <laughs> so cute. I love yes. it. She's so, so much how, how is it bouncing being a mom and doing what you love? Ooh, it's a lot for sure. Some days I just, I mean, sometimes the days mix in um, and I have so much on my plate. I'm a student in my, in my master's program. Wow. Master um, in what? In psychology. Ooh, okay. I uh, okay. work as a behavioral therapist. So then I have my clients and I'm a part of their families because sometimes yeah. the parents will call me in the middle of the night if there's tantrums or all kind of things. So balancing that and the poetry, it's, it's a lot. So I try to make sure I keep a list of stuff and yeah. try to stay with my list and try to not be so hard on myself because yeah. I can't just get up and go like I used to. I'm right. like, oh, this person, she needs milk, she needs a diaper. <laughs> like even today, I'm like, you got to go to the store. We ran out of wipes. Like, you yeah. know, just stuff like that. Like I try to stay on top of it, but I'm not perfect. So once I learned it's okay to not be perfect, then it's, it's starting to flow a little bit better. Yeah. Would you say poetry keeps you like sane? And- yes. It's yeah. definitely my happy place and my yeah. sanity for sure. So whenever I'm really feeling the emotions instead of like allowing it to project on other people, then I just write. Like my phone is full of random poems. Sometimes yeah. I have to pull over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You I'm, pull over so you're in the middle of like you driving. Yeah, if I'm like, driving, oh. yeah. And I'm and I'll just try to keep repeating there. I'll just sell like my phone, I'll say record my voice and uh-huh. then I'll like yep. try to do a poem. <laughs> Sometimes I'm in the bathroom in the shower, I'm jumping yeah. out like, kind of, like, real quick like <laughs> It's, it's just so much a part of my, I feel like my DNA. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I need those moments to just kind of release it. And I hate when I didn't write the poem and then I can't remember. Ooh, I remember bits and pieces, but it just wasn't as dope as the one I had yeah. originally. Yeah. So I'm like, Dang. I have to make sure I have a way to always write down. I have mm-hmm. crayons in my per- my fanny pack. Like I'm writing stuff on napkins. Wow. Like I'm always filled with some type of poem. That's so, crazy. Yeah. So they just come to you. It's just yeah. like, they just come. Just, is it based on like a lot of, what you write is it based on personal stuff or just things you see yeah personal stuff things I see um stories I've heard um I was really into uh like the hashtags of the different um individuals that were murdered by the police so Mm -hmm. that became a poem and then I had to get out of that because it was so you know it was so hurtful to see that something that can actually happen to you just because of your skin color like we're really dealing with the same things our parents and our grandparents and great grandparents and you think like it's so crazy because you look back at you know in in our parents time and it's just like man I don't know how y'all went through that and how you you know stuck through that but yet we're still we're going through it and then now we're actually seeing it you know before it was like a story or you know you Mm -hmm. saw a lynching or something like that but we're seeing it on our phones we're waking up Mm -hmm. to the death of this person or that person Oh, and then also seeing what the parents go through and seeing that a lot of these cops are getting off for it or, you know, so just seeing that because of your skin color, you can die. Yeah. That's it. Any day you walk out the house, that that's just a fear. Yeah. Ooh, that's scary. What would you say your writing process is like, Brie? Um, I'm over here laughing and everything because I'm like, wow, 
y'all, like, it's the same. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I literally have so many, like, one-liners that have mm-hmm. never been turned into full poems. Yeah. I mean, last night, after coming from an amazing event that uh, Trisha invited me to, she... Uh, she definitely killed it last night, by the way. I um I was yeah. in the car driving home, and this one line kept coming to my head. It was uh, one kitty, two kitty, three kitty, four. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so used to kitty scratching at his door. Oh. Five kitty, six kitty, seven kitty, eight. I'm not the kitty that's going to be played. Seven kitty, eight kitty, nine kitty, ten. I'm the kitty that's not going to let the dog in. Oh, mm. my God. And I don't know if that's going to be anything, right? But I'm like, okay, I try to... My voice memos, they saved my life. Yeah. Because when I'm in the shower, literally it's the funniest thing. Like, I'll put my phone right there uh-huh. or I'll hop out of the shower. Mm-hmm. I'm like that uh-huh. meme when it's like, you need a you need a track list. Like, yeah. no, like, I need my phone <laughs> mm-hmm. to go. And I'm like, let me try to record. And then you feel that it's, it's like in the moment. Mm-hmm. It feels so good in that moment. I go within that two minutes, get my phone, place it push record I get out and if it's just mm-hmm. gone it's gone I don't know sometimes it's like some fire comes out of it and sometimes it's like eh, that was just a one liner that was all it was good for but yeah I definitely always have to find a way to get it out because yeah I mean, I feel like there's nothing like just having creative buildup, mm-hmm. and it, it can become frustrating. Like, yeah, I need to let it out for sure, especially yeah. everything that I've gone through within, like, this last year. You know, I've talked to you, yeah. and I've talked to Trisha, and um, poetry has definitely, uh, I feel, in some ways saved my life. Yeah. Because um, I, yeah, man, I've, I mean, I've gone through You've some through trauma, yeah. and I'm like, wow, you know? I definitely respect the master's program in psychology. Being in my undergrad right now, mm-hmm. I um, decided, like, like, let me finish my bachelor's in psychology. I'm a child and family specialist. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, at one point, I wanted to quit and give up everything. But after everything that I've endured this year, I'm like, you don't have a choice but to keep going. Keep going. Right. And, you know, putting poetry on my back and trying to walk through doors that I'm praying God will open, I feel like it's it's uh, it's not even just because it's something I want to do. You know, mm-hmm. you feel like you got to walk in your purpose. Once you accept that this is a part of your purpose, yes. it, it'll make things a little bit more smooth. Right. I'm exactly. not going to say easy, but, yeah, it'll yeah. make so, it a little bit so what would you say keeps you going, Brie? I definitely want to definitely give all recognition to God first, of course. Yeah. That's just me. He's the he's the driver in my life. But um writing and um and 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 learning. Mm. Um knowledge is so important to me. Yeah. Not just sitting in my classroom and uh you know trying to get my degree, but um becoming aware of the things around us, you know, you you both touched on some of the unfortunate things that uh we have to go through um within the black community, but people alone as well, you know. Yeah. And um let me be clear, I'm all for definitely uh moving forward and furthering ourselves in the black community because that is one of the main reasons why I got into psychology mm-hmm. because black mental health is so important. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um being a child and family Specialist, when I have to go into some of these homes and I have to see some of the different living situations, you know, yeah. the, the circumstance from this child being in this area versus, yeah, you know, unfortunately, the little black girl or boy, you know, it, I bet that's tough. You know, <laughs> it, it, and, you. and and I know Trisha would probably uh, somewhat agree in her own way on this. Mm-hmm. When you go in, when you're in this field and you go into these homes, you can feel everything that you want, but you have to learn how to leave Detach. that at the door. Yeah, yeah. You know and that's saying? my issue too because I get so yeah. involved with the yeah. family. So. Yeah, and that's hard to like even like balance because you got to worry about stuff that's going on in your life mm-hmm. and at home and yeah. then like how do you just leave it at the door because I know after work and you leave like these traumatizing you know families or whatever these kids that are going through things like how do you just leave it at the door and write about it well, you write about write it write about it like yeah, I mean for sure write about yeah. it and then 
Yeah, that's that, my that, remedy. That's the one best way because you also have to be careful with like confidentiality. So it's not yeah, like yeah. you can really that like, is real. Yeah, it's like you know, <laughs> let me tell you about what happened. Like you can't have those moments, you know, and yeah. then you get so filled. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll have moments where our parents will call me crying, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, I have to like put them on mute because sometimes I'll like go into tears too yeah. because they're calling yeah. you as refuge, and you're like, girl, I don't even know where how I'm putting that gas in my car, yeah, but right. like, let me figure out how to be, you know, a rescue to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, definitely prayer for sure. Um, oh, absolutely. Prayer is like you would say that would that's what keeps you going. Yeah, prayer and my daughter, like for sure. Like after when I had her, like when I was pregnant, for sure, it was just a whole different type of feeling. But when I had her and I seen her, I said, "Oh no, I can't quit anything I've started because mm-hmm. I don't want you to have that that attribute. I want yeah. you to be like a go getter, determined person, which I feel like she already is. But I want her to be able to say like, "Oh, mommy started this and she finished it, or she did X, Y, and Z." And that's how the, the shirts, you know, came about. The the poetry videos yeah. because even some of my poems I've I've written them a long time ago mm-hmm. um, and I'm talking to Brie like I'm gonna start these videos start yeah. these a year yeah. ago you know but once I was able to like feel like my body was okay to show on TV um, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hold on, hold on baby let me get it right let me suck this in and what you I, have I, I have to right? go for it so God yeah, and my baby they, yeah. that's what keeps me going so. that's beautiful so you guys have these shirts on explain these shirts to me uh, light skin dark skin black the light skin's crossed out dark skin's crossed out and at the bottom is black um, and I put it at the bottom because black is the foundation yes so um, period the light skin dark skin <laughs> like the issues for us to still be dealing with it in 2019 um, is just unfortunate and I, I it bothers me when I see people that say like teen light skin teen dark skin it's like mm. we black we black like let's just and, keep it at that point right, and I want to say thank you because y'all I got my shirt <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and the goal is just to get the shirt everywhere yeah, like all over yeah. the US all over the world because I've had different people contact me and yeah they're they're dealing with this and we've been dealing with it in silence you know or we'll deal with it in a joking way like oh they're a little light skin self dark skin but we're really hurting yeah. you know because we're detached from our sister yeah. you know and it would have sucked if i would have had an issue with brie just because of her skin complexion and then we would not have been able to come together and create art yeah. just because of something so surface absolutely right. we have nothing and we can't change that but we our souls are connected you mm-hmm. know our dna are, is connected so regardless of how we look we're still connected so this is my sister, you my sister, you my sister. Yes. And once we get to that point, like I feel like we'll be unstoppable. Yes, yeah. that's facts. Icing on the cake right there. <laughs> yeah. But to lead me into uh, what you guys just released a project, Death to Colorism? Yes. Yeah, Death to Colorism. And when I saw it, I was like, Ray. <laughs> Y'all, y'all outdid yourself with this one, and it's something that really needs to be heard. And I feel like a lot of people are kind of nervous to touch on it and everything that's going on with the team light skin, dark skin, whatever. Because you know, like you said, at the end of the day, we are black. So I want to play it for our listeners. Is that cool? cool. Yeah. All right. So what you think you better than me? Because you have a lot of complexion, and the slave master may have given your family tree more affection. We got the same wrong directions. You ain't no better than me. You see. Because regardless if your hair waves when it gets wet or you look more like the oppressors, you were still considered a nigga like me. Still got rape beat with the knowledge taken like me. Still sold and branded with his last name. You in the house while I'm in the fields, but sis, neither of us was free. At the picnics, you was lynched like me. Still disconnected from the motherland like me. I just hate how society teaches little girls that look like me is less than you. Colorism has us still in 2019 divided and confused with the Willie Lynch mindset. He said you must use the light-skinned slave versus the dark-skinned slave. So you hate me and I hate you. 
Both victims of oppression with lack of progression. They say you cute for a dark-skinned girl, but beauty is still targeted towards you. So on a low, we experience depression. While wavy lace fronts and eye contacts with skin bleaches bought and worn to make a better impression. Question, do you really not see you and me? Stop letting this world fuel our disunity. I see a black queen anytime I see you. Not sure what else to say or do, but regardless of your skin tone, you're my sister too. No. I hate that you think that you're better than me. As if black girl magic doesn't include a lighter skinned queen like me. I don't like that you think that just because your hair coils tighter than mine and the qualities of what you have are better than mine. Like your mocha mahogany chocolate skin tone is better than mine. This honey beige cinnamon complexion is just as fine. I'm black and I'm proud. I can put it in captions and say it just as loud. Just because your melanin is darker don't make you no better. Just because your berry is darker doesn't make your juice any sweeter or better. And just because my skin is lighter doesn't make the term nigger when used to ridicule hurt any less. I'm proof of the rape. So that doesn't make my involvement in the struggle any less. The thought of losing my future son to his life to these police is still my stress. So I no longer want to take part in this light skin versus dark skin contest. Because the result is that we both lose. Our bloodline is connected to the motherland so that neither one of us have to choose. Remember, just because your complexion is closer to the original, don't make you better than me. I'm just mad that when society thinks of a black woman, that doesn't always include me. But I love your blackness. And yes, when I see me, I see you too. Regardless of your skin tone or your hair texture, you're my sister too. Our unity must be the mission and the vision. We must break this cycle and close the gap of division. No more light skin versus dark skin. You are black. You are black. We, we are black. black. Death, Death to, to colorism. Wow. Shout out to the writer though. Wow. Trisha Chavez. Wow. Thank you. That was that was beautiful. Thanks. Like, I mean, I don't even know what to say. When I first saw it, it brought tears to my eyes because it was so beautiful. And I feel like being a black woman, we can all relate to that black, dark skin, light skin. And, you know, with me, like growing up, it was hard because I was always, you know, the only black girl on the cheer team or the only black girl at my school or in the classroom. So I thought lighter complexions were prettier than me. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, why aren't the guys talking to me? Mm -hmm. Because I'm dark. Because my hair is curly or, you know, too tight of a curl or not loose of a curl like what is it that guys aren't talking to me but they'll talk to all my friends that are mm-hmm. light skin so I feel like it was ah sorry no I <laughs> it totally was beautiful um, and it's totally relatable and I feel like this is something we definitely all need to touch on and talk about you know because at the end of the day we are all black regardless if you're light skin dark skin you know whatever so how was that writing process with this because I know uh, for, for me so I've had I would say a issue from when I was a little girl yeah. and um, I remember getting jumped by a group of lighter skinned girls oh, and wow. I, I was so heartbroken um, because I just remember they, they were calling me all these names, uh, Burnt Biscuit, Black Duck. It was just all these names. And um, from that age growing up, I always had some type of like an issue with light-skinned girls because I always felt like they just don't like me regardless. Yeah. So that I just had that wall up um, growing up. And then finally I started to realize like, nah, you know, that's a sickness mm. that they had that someone taught them and right. someone must have taught them that. So it's a learned behavior because when you see two, di- even from different races, come together 
Yeah. Um, as as a children, they'll play together. Mm-hmm. You know, someone has to put something in their mind. Yeah, because kids them, don't know. Kids don't know. They'll play with anybody. You know, they they don't even care about the names. You know, mm-hmm. they don't even introduce themselves. They just start playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see someone who has similar characteristics as me hate me because we're different, but we're still the same. Yeah, has been an issue. So when I started writing the poem, um. I had to put myself in the mindset of a person from a lighter skin and what they go through. Because they go through a different thing than I go yeah. through. But we're still going through the same thing because of our skin, because of our hair. You know, she got the good hair. Well, I always had the bad hair growing up. Mm-hmm. And my sister had the good hair. Mm-hmm. So it, people always say, you guys must have different daddies then. You know, your mom wow. must have been messing with the milkman. Because wow. that was being said. You know, yeah. and then when I have my daughter, she's a different complexion. She has mm-hmm. different hair. Mm-hmm. So they'll always say, like, I've had people ask me, are you the nanny? You know? Yeah. My sister sister had people ask her if she was yeah. the nanny because, right. you know, she married a white man and, you know, her kid is lighter than her. And so they'll be like, oh, are you the nanny? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Or like, oh, she, she gonna have good hair, you yeah. know? So then it's opposed to what? Her mother? Yeah. Um. So writing this piece, it, it just brought so many different vibes and so many, so much emotions. I cried writing yeah. it. I cried listening to it. Yeah. I, it still gives me chills. Yeah. Think, like wondering how this is going to affect the next generation because mm-hmm. my stepdaughter and my niece, they are dealing with skin complexion issues already you know and they haven't even made it to middle school wow. and so when I wrote it and then I, my first thought was Brie yeah. like and so once I hit her and asked her she was like of course like that'd be dope and once she read it she was like yo like I think you have something here like it, it really hit and then yeah. I let other girls of lighter complexion read that part and they all had the same feeling so mm-hmm. I'm, that's what it made me think like so it, it, this is across the board we gotta fix it yeah. this has to be the generation that we fix it cause it's just been too long like we've right. literally been dealing with it since right. slavery we gotta and it break was, this curse it was man. made for us to have this so we wouldn't have the unity and that's the only thing that's stopping us from our unity yeah. the only thing Yeah. so it's just like we gotta stop if I gotta be the one that's spearhead and then everyone joins on then I'll, I'll, I'll get those battle wounds for that so my daughter don't have to experience she eight months now but I don't want her to ever experience, experience it that. at all yeah. so, so that's the goal you, how do you feel about it Bree? you know reading this piece and you know I definitely um was on board like Trisha said right away um when she brought it to my attention and just going through the whole piece I definitely can relate makes you feel like less like awkward um when you know other people have cried when you like have read these words and um for me just being a lighter complexion and and from a mixed race you know being like I identify as black more so than anything if not you know um growing up I've talked to Trisha about my backstory you know what I mean I I hated my complexion growing up you know what I mean I I got called piss yellow house nigga um bird shit anything you could think of you know what I mean um and I only had like darker skinned friends for the most part like there were like two other lighter girls but I mean they were like probably like two shades darker than me so when I was brought up, I had the I was blessed to be able to definitely have both sides, my family, mom and dad. But my dad being a, a black man and having come we come from a strong, solid family foundation. Mm-hmm. So growing up with my family members, black love was real. Like yeah. I was exposed to it like no other. Mm-hmm. And um I was Same. proud of that. You know, they, they didn't tell me growing up, you're a pretty little mixed girl, you know what I mean? My aunts or, or uncle like, you know, if you say, Oh, you beautiful, it's cause you black you don't need anything else to be mixed in you know what i mean you have my cousins and i walking down the street um you could take my hair and put it on their head and you just have chocolate skin or brown skin Mm -hmm. and you know if anybody would ask them like oh you're so pretty for a dark skin girl or you're so pretty what are you mixed with that was a trigger 
because it's like, no, I'm pretty because I'm black. So when I talked to Trisha, she um, is one of the first uh, women of darker complexion that understood me Mm -hmm. and like really had empathy for me growing up. I I, I didn't, it was, it was opposite. Unfortunately, you know, so many beautiful little brown chocolate girls growing up want to bleach their skin or go lighter. For me, I was look. I was in middle school in Rite Aid or CVS looking for the darker lotion, the darkening cream and all that stuff. Like I wanted so bad to be dark because growing up I wasn't black enough for everybody like when I had my first incident with dark-skinned girls like coming at me and telling me like you not really black like you you think you better like or you know just Mm. constantly as I got older the the judgment of the cliche cocky mixed girl or this and that like that Mm -hmm. mixed syndrome type thing you know what I mean um it was hard because I found myself battling each and every day trying to prove my blackness to people and 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 while and while in the same breath trying not to make it seem like I hate my own mother because that's my queen I love that woman I'll die for her but at the end of the day she's an Italian blue-eyed white woman in America with black children and I don't I don't identify with that. I didn't yeah. grow up with the white side of my family. I loved my mom's side of the family, regardless. Yeah. But I, I didn't grow up with that. Yeah. I grew up with black culture embedded in me. Mm-hmm. And growing up from either side, sometimes more than other from my own black people, I was ridiculed for it. Yeah. You know, and I got to a point where I was just like, I have to look in the mirror. I have to realize this is who I am. This is how God made me. I don't have nothing to prove to anybody. And this is what you get. And it wasn't until, you know, we were talking earlier Uh, about maybe coming out of high school, I started to finally, like, okay, you know, maybe in the summertime you feel a little extra, uh, a little extra, extra you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) maybe you're feeling yourself even more. But overall, year-round, accept that this is is who you are. You're beautiful, you know what I mean? You you black, but you also have a white mother, so acknowledge that side, too. But it's okay to be, I love it. Tina Knowles said it best, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I believe it was on, like, Solange's album. Mm -hmm. You know, to be pro-black doesn't mean to hate anybody else, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I could be pro-black and and, and still love my Italian, Caucasian, however you want to identify it, side, right? And that don't mean that I hate anybody else. Right. It's just, why is it so bad for myself, no matter how I'm ridiculed? That's fine. Like like Trisha said, I could take the blows. God made me for this. Mm-hmm. But why is it that myself or any other person that is black or identifies as black from their culture, upbringing, their race, their ethnicity, et cetera, why is it that the black race, in my opinion, from what I've learned growing up, is the only one that gets the slander, the hate, mm-hmm. or gets ridiculed for trying to show love to their community or to their right. race when everybody else is pro this, pro that and the other but when black people start to rise up and show love to themselves in any way shape or form no matter what complexion you are people get mad Mm -hmm. that's because they know that first of all we already know cultures of all different types from we talking hip-hop culture food culture this Mm -hmm. that and the other clothing they know that that root is embedded in in us you know what i'm saying and i firmly stand by you know showing extra love to our people who get extra hate every day Mm-hmm. All right. So as I'm sitting here and after everything you guys said, like, it's crazy to think, you know, we are all black. Right. You have we have a light skinned queen, dark skinned queen. But we're at the end of the day, we are all black. So what are you guys going to do to or what would you do to help your child not worry about any skin color or, you know, being, you know, the dark skin girl, the light skin girl, whatever it is. Like, how are you going to help your child to see race has no color, you know? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> well, I'm not going to teach her that race has no color. Um. Um, but I am going to teach her to love herself first. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my thing. And I know 
I've had a, a little bit of negative feedback because I said I didn't want her playing with any other color dolls. But my thing is, I need her to love herself first. Mm. So then whenever anything else comes, she'll, if she see Bree's daughter and if her daughter's of lighter complexion, like, oh, that's that's my black sister over there. You know, I think yeah. it'll be easier for her to not have a, a, a separation if yeah. she doesn't think that the white doll's the most beautiful doll. If, she, yeah. if I can do that test for her and she, she picks that black doll, yeah. then that means that she's going to love herself first. Yeah. So that's my goal is to teach her and to also teach my stepdaughter to yeah. love yourself first. So anytime she come out, I'm like, oh, girl, look at that nice dark chocolate yes. skin. Yeah. Yes. I, you know, I, I pump them up yes. constantly. Even my niece, who who already wants to be of a lighter complexion, but wow. we're the same complexion. We got the same type of hair. But anytime she sees me doing my stepdaughter's hair, she's like, oh, it's just so wavy. It's so easy for you to do it. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to have to do your hair like mine. You know, and I, I make sure that I'm just going to give that love to our generation. It's only mm-hmm. so much we can do because we're adults now. Yeah. But I feel like as long as we push that love for this next generation yeah. and we just really, really just bridge that gap, that's my plan. So right. having conversations like this, um, I told Brie I wanted to do like a panel and have like a Love oh. Your Sister Day. Yes. Oh my gosh, which, that yeah, would that's, be yeah. that's the goal is to yeah. just really have these conversations and have these conferences where we're coming together and we're embracing each other. You see a sister, you hug her. Yes. You know, if you look her up and down, instead of just like, yes, sis, you know, yeah. like yeah. do that yeah. not just look her up or, you know, if you got a question, girl, what kind of hair is that? You know, right. I, answer the question. You know where you can watch your hair from. Right. Don't say, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, is, <laughs> this is Rasta free, you know, right. Tahiti Curl 1B. Okay. I use six packs. And, you know, like, you know, embrace your sister. You, yeah. you look good. You want her to look good, too. Like, the competition needs to stop. Everybody right. from, oh, sorry, Tam, go no, ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Everybody from, like, all walks, though, you know, we because we've talked about this. Because, I mean, it's so much more depth to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I understand that this is hot. You know, like, I love this shirt. Mm-hmm. I rock it. But we understand that, you know, the comments will pour in, and there's so many different layers, you know. It's not just the little black mixed girl that identifies as, you know, I'm here and I love it, and I, I'm with my people. That's what I know. What about the black what about the mixed girl you yeah. take away the black first that's she mm-hmm. doesn't identify like that mm-hmm. the biracial girl that grew up in orange county who presses her hair every day and only has white friends mm-hmm. and feels rejected from her people when it comes to black people right. since since day go you know what i'm saying like yeah. she doesn't know anything else but that but she still knows what you can't say that she doesn't experience black culture or the struggle or her own type of racism yeah because like i told trisha that's the same little girl that could be at the sleepover with three caucasian girls and as soon as she pisses them off in the wrong way they're looking at her crazy and now she's like i know what it feels like again to be the elephant right. in the room mm-hmm. you know what i mean it don't have to just be a nice day where she's in class and they're learning about african-american history today and everybody looks at her yeah. you know what i'm saying it could be you piss off hate to be cliche but amber sarah or Susie. you know what i'm saying now they're in the other room while your moms are kikiing in the kitchen and they don't realize that she's being rejected constantly because of who she really is yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. it doesn't mean that her identifying with that other side whether it be a white side mexican side philip whatever other side you are mixed wise when it comes mm-hmm. to black and something else just because you identify with that there's nothing wrong with that i'm not saying that at all right. but you know Unfortunately, a lot of our people that are split down the middle, uh, or even if you're a full black girl and you grow up in Beverly Hills, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? We know what it's like to be called Uncle Tom's and, oh, you're whitewashed, this Oreo. and the other. Oh. You know what I mean? It Oreo. doesn't. I, get that. I was the Oreo. Oreo. I'm, I'm yeah. still the Oreo. I because still have people man. say, like, oh, you yeah. act white. I'm like, I'm just that's, civilized. And that's that's the, talk that's white. The worst I, I hear that like, all the time. Right. And I, um, that it, bugs it's just me. Sure, for sure. Like, especially for, because I in the area I live in now, yeah. um, I live in South Central now. Uh-huh. That's where we moved to. And I always get that. 
you act white. Right. Do you get oh. like, why do you talk like that? I do all the time. I like, oh, she talks so, so white. And you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. I'm mm-hmm. like, stop. Yeah. And I don't under, and I hear from uh, more so from, I never people. hear from, I never heard a white person tell me no. I talk white. Because right. that slander right. and that, and that ghetto and that slang is correlated to being black. And that's, that's ignorant mm-hmm. you know, because being Facts. educated is that, that's one thing that has no color line. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like I, I personally, I hate it when people tell white people in the hood that they're acting black. No, they're being ignorant and stupid by their own choosing. That has nothing to do with my people because guess what? I don't care if you're my own blood. I will never, ever entertain the statement, oh, you're just a, a, a black person trapped in a white person's body. No, no, because at the end of the day, we all know that everybody want to be black when it's convenient, but mm-hmm. nobody want to be black when it's time to really be black. Really mm-hmm. be black. Facts. That's the word. Man. I'm just like, it's 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 awesome that we are all sharing our experiences because like regardless of being light skin or dark skin or mixed or whatever we all go through the same thing it's all about oh you don't you don't respect your black oh you're this and that it's like we're never going to be good enough but right. at the end of the day we're all black yeah it's like who do we have to prove like why do we have to prove to people you know our skin color or prove that we're black that it just doesn't make sense to me yeah i just i i will never understand it so, but I'm I'm so happy that you know we got to touch on this. And also, you said you were telling me when we were like um, when we first got in here that you wanted you were starting to do poetry with like lyrics or how? Yes, yeah, so I like a like poetry covers to songs. Yes, so covers. I want to pick like really hot songs and then yeah. put a poem to it. Ooh. So um, I have a few vocalists that will. We're gonna first start off with Summer Walker songs because oh, yeah. Summer Walker. I could just <laughs> hold on. Shay got something to say. Shay got something to say. I love Summer Walker. Her voice is angelic. It's so beautiful. Beautiful. But performance-wise... She saw her yesterday. It was a no-go. Yeah. It was... Yeah, I mean, I think that some people are performers. Yeah. And some people should just make music at home, you know, just yeah. in it. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that That's she might just be kind of trying to figure herself out. Yeah. But her music, it's, though, yeah. it, music. I can listen to yeah. it all Luckily, day. she still has time to grow. She yeah. Still has time to her, grow. I can listen yeah. to it all day on yeah. repeat, and that's sure. very rare. Yeah, very um, so the, yeah. yeah. So the first two I think I want to do is uh, Wasted and uh, Ooh, Riot. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so. for you already. already got those two, and then for sure her. Um, oh, her! I Come have on. to. Oh, um, so that's gonna be my next, my next she, couple of projects. She does it for me. Her, her. She yeah. is like, I mean, I'm so... she's a poet true because, like, in her music, she does like, poetry. In her mission, uh-huh. she does poetry mm-hmm. too. And I was just like, because listen to her. I, Summer Walker and her have got me through some hard. Yes, have you in your okay. feels? Have yes. you in my feels? And then really makes me appreciate myself. Like, right? I don't need him. <laughs> <laughs> And then he come in the house and be like, just kidding. I was mad at you yesterday, or, but I listened his, to Summer Walker. I'm good now. Or his text message come up on your phone. Yeah. You know, if you got a situation, you you like, okay, oh, yeah. that that one name that you know you got it right. under, you're like, dang, I need to block this food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's going to be. So that's my new thing that I've been working on. I've already written some poems. to. Uh, well, I, re- I wrote the poem to Wasted already. So um, hopefully the girl that's singing it will memorize it because she didn't even know the song at first uh, yeah she didn't know about it it's okay you um, put her on you put her you on yeah, yeah. Her so on. I was like well I mean but me and her do that all the time like because uh, somebody had to put me on Summer Walker just yeah. last year I didn't okay, know who yeah. she was until last year my cousin told me about her oh, she's great um, her same my same cousin so unfortunately I just I'll get a song or get an artist and that that's just who I play mm-hmm. and I won't hear anyone else until same. someone's like what about this person what about, I mean I've been listening same. to SZA's first album 
for a year. Right. I'm still, I'm still I'm burning still, that album out. I'm yeah. still bumping Hijack. Solange, like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Solange. I'm Erica Badu and Lauren Hill. Yeah, to that's still, the That's yeah. yeah. That NBRE still. Hey, yes. Trish so the new Queen, stuff, yes. I just. You're not alone. I didn't. I didn't know who Summer Walker was until this year. Okay. So, I mean. <laughs> but it's, it's cool because a lot of people are now, like, getting on her. But I've, I've heard of Summer Walker, like, I've been on her for, like, two years. And she used to do, like, quick covers or whatever, writing mm-hmm. her own song, just sitting down, playing her guitar. Like, when I saw her, I was like, oh, she's, she's going to be the next big thing. And, like, look at her now. She's she's booming, but may not have stage presence, but her music is Amazing. fire. I respect yeah. her grind. Yes. She's the one yeah. that come from the She's cleaning company, right? Yeah. She had her own cleaning company. She had her own cleaning company. She yeah. was cleaning people's houses. That's how Making her own money, right? I was doing the same thing. Wow. Yeah. And that is no that. joke when you're cleaning people's houses. Yeah, because yeah. they're yeah. particular. <laughs> yeah, so... Right. And just to think, like, you look at, you know, someone, say, like, Summer Walker, how she had her own business cleaning people's houses. Within a year, like, she blew up. Yeah, she was hustling for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to knock her hustle. She's been hustling for a long time. Yeah. But within, like, a year, like, everyone knows who Summer Walker is. And if nobody, at least three people in that one group know her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear Yay. more about that. Bri, you got anything coming up? I mean, you know. <laughs> I... <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm excited to um, hear about what Trisha has coming up. This is my first time hearing about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely am more so um, trying to perform more. Uh, yeah, I-, I was on hiatus uh, this year, you know, unfortunately, but it's okay. I am talking on and off. I have to actually connect myself with him again with a publisher. Mm-hmm. I have been people have been writing me and hounding me about a book. Yes. So I think that 2020, the year of vision, yes. you know what I'm saying? Um, I think that's something that I really need to, you know, put myself into full effect, full accountability. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, let's just pray and speak it into existence and know that it's already done, that yeah. a book will be coming from me soon. Yes, yes. girl. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you guys. And thank you, you know, for putting out this amazing video. And oh, you guys, may, where can they find the video? Uh, it's on YouTube under um, Death to Colorism. And yeah. it's on um, on my Instagram. On okay. the, yeah. With IGTV. Um, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Same. <laughs> same. And, and you guys haven't been getting a lot of great positive feedback from Yeah, I haven't really well. received any negative other than, uh, for some reason, a couple of girls hit me and said, well, what about the caramel skin girl? And I was like, you missed the exact point. Yeah. You missed the somebody, point. Missed not, the point. Somebody hit me about that. Like, the, well, what about the, the girl middle, in the middle? And the I said, middle. that's the point. Yeah. And we're, we're trying to completely take away any, the any entire you know anything um mm-hmm. so that that was it um other races have like wow we didn't even know that was an issue you know or right um, that's still an issue in the black community like well yeah, yeah. It is. it's it never is. been fixed it's You're like right. it's like a disease yeah and we, and we never put yeah you know, we just brushed over it and like oh, okay well it's all right if you lose an arm or a leg it's like, yeah no we got to cure the disease so. i had to stop reading the comments because i um unfortunately i get real into the like scrolling, scrolling. and mm-hmm. like you know if you like going in the shade room right. um, <laughs> yeah and i've like i've saw some touchy comments that yeah. were you know I, I i expected it you know what i mean it was to be expected um you know the there was one comment that said there's only one black girl in this video <gasps> and i was like i was like it's okay but 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 that means that means that we're doing something mm-hmm. right you're not gonna just get right. unicorn sprinkles right. and uh 
gumdrop comments. Right. You know what You're I mean? You're going to get people talking about you it. You know, so. that, that pushback is necessary because mm-hmm. that, that means that we're ruffling some feathers and we're and we're making a difference. And shout out to Young Rob. Oh, yeah. He person. did the whole Young video, Rob. Young oh, Rob. Yeah, he yeah. actually is my host as well from um, host from poet, Sunday. He's a poet. Uh, he's a rapper. He's a father. Videographer. He's a everything. Video, everything. He's, uh, so, all around and he's done all my videos that you see on my So if you need somebody to do some video editing, if you need a poet, you need a host, you just need an all-around amazing guy, man. Black King. Yeah. Young Rob is the one to go. (laughs) For sure, yeah. Rob definitely. He always look out. I was just talking to him now because I'm working on my next one, which is on postpartum depression. Oh, um, wow. Which a lot of women, you know, separate with in silence. Girl, so. I'm ready for that. <laughs> so yeah, he, yes. he the hoverboard and the iPhone. The hoverboard. <laughs> he and pulls iPhone. up anywhere with the, yeah. uh, the hoverboard. Like, yeah. let's go. And he know. has his other. Um, he has his professional camera. I don't know the brand, so I don't want to give the wrong brand. But he definitely shoots. Um, he does photography too. I yeah, believe. he does. But I like the feel of the iPhone because yeah, I, he's mm-hmm. able to. I love the iPhone. I mean, we're, we're, we do the audio. We mm-hmm. have, well, I mean, we're real old school, so we yeah. did the audio in a hot car. Oh yeah, because we couldn't have anything surrounding. For the voiceover. In the yeah. studio, but we had to be in the. And Brie was going crazy. She's like, "It's hot!" I was hangry and, I'm and like, hot. Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, we have to turn the air off, roll the windows up, and yeah. we both in there just sweating." See? See, and listen, so, like, all, you BTS, know, we wouldn't have yes. right behind the scenes. Like, we wouldn't have known that. Like, looking at this video, it's like, dang, okay. Got a professional camera and all that. But look at iPhone, hot car, hot box, and car. Yeah, I mean, literally. I mean, angry. yeah. That's that black girl, black boy magic. Yeah, yeah I mean, for sure. You don't expect anything less. I mean, Rob, yeah, he's definitely the one to go. I, I have a specific poem. Um, Trisha's familiar with it. It's time is harder, too. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. That yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want um to get that one on video so i told rob as soon as i uh as soon as i'm ready and i have everything in order he will be the one shooting yeah. that was video. he the mastermind of like the angles and everything the location and all that or yeah so i i hit him i get him i i'll send him the poem and i'll tell him my vision uh-huh. and then he'll put his spice on it and i just trust uh-huh. his his he did my first when i um actually let everyone know i was pregnant i did a poetry like oh. announcement um, yeah. and he he did it and i mean we literally were in in the hood, but it, you, they were like, man, where did you go shoot that? Like, I was at Magic Johnson Park. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's in the hood. Like, what's stuff going on? We literally, it was like a, a gang fight, like right Stop in the, it. literally, like I'm not even playing. And I was like, we gotta go. He was so cool, you know, like, like I, we good. I'm not used to certain people. things. Like, I'm gonna I'm get on. Like, if yeah. I see the person look like they about to run, I'm out of there. And he's right. just like, we gotta Same. get this That's shot. Protocol. Like, right. That's yeah. protocol. That's protocol. He's like, no, we gotta get the shot. We all right. I'm like, I don't wanna <laughs> die. No, I'm yeah. seven months pregnant. That's that's I can't run. He's love, man. Yeah, Anybody so. on the street, he and just, he was like all yeah. And yeah. He, he feeds the homeless. He does oh, just yeah. so much. He's he has such a good heart. I mean, so I just I, love hearing this about. And black, he does black tattoos, queens, kings, and, <laughs> and he does tattoos. Oh, and he does tattoos. Yeah, he does everything. He's real cool. Really yeah, good man. poet too. His poetry is amazing. Fire. So. Oh, he's on the train. Oh yeah, so he, on the blue line. Yeah, he. Like, blue I'm line sorry, I'm not even trying to plug. He's just so dope. Yeah, he really is dope. And when I first met him. I was like, you got to be my host for my show because I'm I'm not a host type of person. Yeah. I, I get very nervous. Like I'm nervous now. Yeah. But <laughs> poet, he, I mean, because young Rob, he come out, he be like, you know, spoken word. Sunday. Like he just come in, and I just like, I be like, here's the vision, you know. And he just, you know, and that's what yeah. what's great about being a black person. I feel like mm-hmm. we can create so much. So much. But if we were in yeah. unity, you know, just mm-hmm. like we could literally just take over. Take we over the world. We wouldn't be living in the projects. Like we would real life be in our own Black Beverly Hills type situation but because of the separation 
we still, you know, our grandma's houses are still in the hood. Yeah. We still, we still in the same place. Yeah. And I feel like the unity would help us be able to just emerge and, you know, have a beautiful ending. Yes. Yeah. Watch this. This thing gonna blow up. This episode gonna blow up, y'all. I'm already telling you guys. Like, I'm really excited and I'm blessed that you guys, you know, got some free time and came onto my show. And yes, of you course. know, we got to discuss all this because it's very important. And I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about it or scared to talk about it. But you know, we're gonna put death to colorism. And I just want to thank you guys for being here. And I can't wait to see what's gonna happen next with you guys. Big yeah. things coming. I can already feel it. Where we, can we find you at? Uh, I'm on Instagram. It's Trisha Chavez, mm-hmm. T-R-E-A-S-H-C-H-A-V-E. Okay. And do you have YouTube or anything else? Yeah. Same. Trisha Chavez on YouTube. And then my website is TrishaChavez.com. All right. Brie. My Instagram is S-O-U-L underscore B-R-I, so Brie. And I am creating my artistry page. You can find it at B-A-R-E-Y-O-U-R. B-R-I, Barrier Soul Brie. Yes. And the link in my bio has my website that I've been working on. So, you know, yes. working. And shout out to Tam. Oh, Sh- nice. Tam, thanks for having, for having us. us. Yeah. I mean, we just, uh, you know, saw that one year anniversary because the yeah. pod has been going strong. It's been going strong. It's More black girl magic. So yes. thank you so much. We um thank we you. greatly appreciate it. And I'm so thankful for you uh having us and being on the other side of the mic, you know. <laughs> More pod coming soon. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm really excited. I'm definitely going to have you guys back. So whenever you guys release something let me know I'd love to have you on and I'm sure my listeners will love to hear more about you guys and just thank you I'm yes, so excited thank, thank you, you. Uh, yeah so um, make sure you guys follow me on all my social medias at Tamara Simone Live Instagram Twitter and also my YouTube channel I might be making a new one but um, at Lights Tamara Action and also I have a sponsorship so I am sponsored by Manscaped so you can get 20% off of free shipping with the code Talk That Talk at Manscaped Com. That's 20% off um, with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code talk that talk. So I'm very excited about that. Until next time. Bye. Yes. yes.